definitely human. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The elven immigrants and diplomats deployed to Fortuna take much of their culture with them, as can be seen in their fishbone-inspired fashion and their candelabras forged from trident heads. But do not be deceived by their odd ways. They may not be rich in taste, but they are fantastically rich in gold and in cunning. As our heroes enter the marble atrium of Ambassador Rio Oleander's house, they must prepare themselves for a battle of wits against a most ingenious adversary. Mingling! Sneaking! Pax Fortuna! Bilateral Relations and Coercive Diplomacy, Part 2. Oh, this is fancy, isn't it? It's a good job we dressed appropriately, otherwise we'd be feeling pretty silly now. (laughs) The guests look like they are almost all human. The two waiters are elves, uh, trays poised very highly in the air on their fingertips, and they weave in and out of the assembled guests. Well, stride forth and... Take a glass of wine? I take a glass of wine. I don't drink from it. It's going to be hard to remember not to. (laughs) Upstairs, there is a kind of balcony that goes around the atrium. And you can see a guard up there, also human, dressed the same as the one on the front door. And he's kind of circling. This uh, atrium is a kind of antechamber, really. It's a receiving room. There's one exit out the far end. But this has a, a kind of glass skylight. And it's a nice place to receive guests. Everybody, if you see me go to lift up my visor, please stop me because it's not going to be good. Something wrong with your face or yes, you got to shave that. this morning or something like that? I don't have a face. so it's. Yes. Oh, oh, I to- right, I, I'm, de- I'm still dead. 
I'm still dead. So. I know, but I didn't know what the sort of uh, situation no, was. It would be worse if it was sort of partially decayed, I suppose. It's but not even that. It's not even. It's not even there at all. There's nothing. No. Left. No. What about the other stuff, like behind the face, like the skull, or that's gone. Oh yes. Well, uh, I suppose if you try to drink, then what'll happen? Will it just come out of the? It just sort of. I mean, that would be funny if it did, but it just sort of sloshes around inside, really. <laughs> I pass a glass of wine to. Okay. Because I feel like aristocratic children at 13, they would be sipping wine at a party, no? Yeah. Are there any other children here? Uh, there are no other children. Tony, don't make a mockery. <laughs> you go. No, no, <laughs> all right, this is, this is how they do it, is it? Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, Just all sip. Right. Just sip. Well, uh, <laughs> I have a face. Uh, perhaps I might be permitted to... Uh... No, mate, you ought to help. You need to, like, just stand and look. Are you sure? Is it sort of hard and fast to rule? Are you sure there's no... Maybe just a little uh I'm so patched. No. <laughs> no, no, wine's for the important people, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, is anybody looking at us? Are we getting weird looks? One or two people have turned their heads towards you. One is a uh, an older woman dressed in a bright green dress, uh, a human in in her sixties, perhaps. And she addresses uh Sir Victor first, assuming that you're in charge. She says, Hello, hello. I don't believe I've had the pleasure. I give her a little bow. No, you you haven't. We've just arrived. I've just arrived straight from a battle, as you can tell from how I'm dressed. I mean, I cleaned it first. Anyway, sorry, I'm rambling. I am Duke de Montfort. This is my wife, the Duchess de Montfort. Good evening, miss. Uh, Griffy, Lynette Griffy. Pleasure to meet you, Lynette Griffy. Mrs. Griffy? She uh, seems to assume that you know her oh. or you would have heard of her. Oh, okay. And she's waiting for a reaction. And I sort of sense that. I say, oh, yes. Ah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that Lynette Griffy. Ah, how, how are you, Lynette? I've been better, but I've also been worse. So, and she like tips more wine into her face. So it's uh, just mostly nothing that you're feeling now then, I suppose. <laughs> just a sort of bland nothingness. Uh, I always feel poetry in my soul. I'm sorry, who, uh, who are you? Can I kick Selwyn in the shins to try and stop him? <laughs> yeah. You so can. Would you like to do that surreptitiously? Yeah, I guess it's kind of, I want to do it quite hard though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I take your meaning and then after you ask who I am, I just don't speak. I just stare at you. And then I wink at Tony. <laughs> she looks towards abstinence and then towards the victim and says, not from around here, is he? This is our bodyguard, Selwyn. I just realized we didn't agree on a fake name for Selwyn. <laughs> this is, he doesn't need one. This is Selwyn, our bodyguard. And of course, our lovely, beloved son, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony de Montfort just, Say hello Anthony. Tony I just do like a little curtsy <laughs> uh, She's delighted She pats you on the head I tug on Abstinence's uh, sleeve and say uh, Mama I could <laughs> use the bathroom <laughs> Oh certainly Anthony Okay Perhaps Selwyn could take me <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's here for <laughs> That's what I'm here for <laughs> Selwyn could you please take Anthony To the little boy's room I nod curtly and then I follow Tony and I say did you see how I uh, when I got your meaning when you kicked me Because you wanted me to stop talking Because I was uh, being conspicuous so I just shut up, you see. So you work together quite well. Yeah, yeah, you got it, Selwyn. We're uh, we're like a team, isn't it? Like yeah. a team, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. what I was going to say. If I'm kicking you, that means you're doing something wrong. That's all, that's all we got to know. You know, I, I understood that instinctually, I think. I've got away with people, you know? <laughs> you know, you do. I like you, Tony. <laughs> yeah, I like you too, Selwyn. No no bother, yeah. I like you. <laughs> I kind of flick my um, my little sailor's toggles over my shoulder. I've got a little bit more of a bounce in my step. Tony likes me. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are going to find the, the bathroom then, 
and uh, Lynette grasps you by the elbow. Absent says, come, you must meet everybody. Sure, Lynette. Sullen and Tony, as you make your way around the assembled guests, there are maybe 10 of them. Could you, Selwyn, please make a perception check? 16. 16. You see uh, in the crowd a face that you've seen before. It's Bartholomew Spinks, who's box you cleaved in half. Oh, I know that man. Uh, let me go and say, uh, oh no, wait. <laughs> now, how did we last <laughs> leave things? Perhaps we should avoid him. Oh, but that would be impolite. <laughs> I think so. And it's best if we don't try to talk to the other guests, if you know what I mean. We need to kind of make ourselves like shadows, you know? Okay. As you uh, leave the atrium, there is a corridor that goes down to the left and you happen upon someone dressed in a cook's apron. Is there any kind of like um, any fruit about? Uh, there are like tiny little canapes on uh, a table in the atrium, more biscuity and fish based. Okay. Well, this looks like we're going down the kitchen. It's not very good, is it? Uh... <laughs> you presume he is going to the kitchen, but there must be toilets around here somewhere. But we're not looking for the toilet. That was just a cover. We're not looking for the toilet. <laughs> Wait, we're not looking for the toilets. No, so it's like this is this is what we're talking about. This thing called lion. You say you're going to do one thing, but you do another. Right. You're not a gondola or like a bodyguard, are you? Anything? It's like well, I am sort of a bodyguard in a way. Well, yeah, yeah. You're sort of a bodyguard, but it's like you always yeah lie what you know. You know, it's like you got to... has to be a certain level of truth to it in order yeah, to make yeah, the lie you, work better. You gotta Build on who you are. Sure. Uh, let's go have a poke down around near the kitchens and see if we can... Uh, ah, yes. Good idea. Don't get too distracted by the fruit, Mike. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you noticed that, did you? <laughs> I can see I've got a nose for these things. <laughs> Is there any fruit about in the kitchen? You enter the kitchen and it's fairly busy in there at the moment. Dinner being prepared. The first cook, I presume, is busy frying something. It's a large and complex kitchen. There is a lot of stuff happening, but no fruit. Uh, the cook does a double take. <laughs> says, uh, are you lost, sirs? Yes. We are looking for the bathrooms. And I wink at Tony. <laughs> Inside, I'm real, I'm real proud. <laughs> the cook says, well, just uh, head back out the way you came and down the corridor and to the left. Will do. Thank you. And I do not move. <laughs> I'll move when you move. Like a shadow. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> 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 okay, back in that atrium, Absence and Sir Victor, you are pulled towards the man that Lynette was talking to. This is our Father Father Grain Cranley. Nice to meet you, Mr. Cranley. Mr. Cranley. He bows very low at both of you. I am uh, Cranley of the Temple of Magnificent Plenty. And yourselves? We're a duke and a duchess, you know. I mean, what more is there to say? <laughs> he laughs heartily. <laughs> For a commercial city, there are quite a few aristocrats here, aren't there? Yes, of course, because you don't have aristocrats here in Fortuna anymore, do you? No, that, that was always the plan when Fortuna was set up. Mm. But as it happens, you know, maybe times change. Yes, all for the best, isn't it? Um, he doesn't quite know how to take your <laughs> your statement. Uh, the Duke and Duchess of, of where, did you say? Of Mortheim. Of Mortheim. I confess, I, I haven't had the pleasure of, of visiting. Are you new to Fortuna? How are you finding We are, yes, we are new to Fortuna. Yes, it's very pleasant. We've um, we've been having the tours of the cities the last few days. and I got this nice cloak. Uh, a very, a very fetching cloak it is. Yes, I know. Um, <laughs> well, well, we've got you, Father Cranley. I am... Um, mm -hmm. How familiar are you with our host, the uh, the ambassador? Obviously, we've not had the pleasure. 
Have you met him before? I have indeed met him before. He uh, sometimes comes to my church. Oh, really? He is not religious, you understand, but he likes to be a part of a community. I see. So I do not know him uh, that well, but we have conversed on many occasions, and uh, it's very kind of him to invite me here. Uh, sorry, how do you know the uh, ambassador? How do we know the ambassador, dear? Uh, oh, um, charitable work. I did not understand him to be a charitable <laughs> man. I've always tried to uh, open his heart a little more, but if you've managed it, then I am very impressed. May I ask what charities you, you subscribe to? Well, you know, our, our son, uh, Anthony, is crippled and, you know, we, we like to do a lot of work with children in similarly unfortunate situations. I see. I'm so sorry. I did not meet your son as he came in. If I may be so impertinent. <laughs> How did it happen? How did it happen, dear? <laughs> could it be like a skiing accident or something? Could it be a skiing? It could, it could be a skiing accident, yes. It's very difficult for us to relive the memory, obviously. But of course, I'm, I'm so sorry. Tragic, it was wrong tragic me skiing to accident, yes. Recall it. Lynette looks bored. Lynette, when will our, um, our host be arriving? When indeed. We have been waiting here for half an hour now. Father Cranny tries to uh, pacify her. The ambassador has much on his mind these days. I'm sure he will be along presently. Well, it was a pleasure to meet you both. We have some circling to do. Of course, don't, don't let me keep you. Lynette takes this as a, a cue and walks off to find a waiter with more alcohol. We circulate. Yes. I sort of swell my <laughs> wine, sadly. <laughs> so, uh, Tony... I think perhaps we should uh, ask about this uh, Harley fella. We don't actually know where he is. Yeah, it's a bit tricky, isn't it? I'll be honest with you. I thought we would go in and it would be sort of obvious where he might be. But this house is actually a lot... It's probably the biggest thing I've ever been in. <laughs> Maybe we can make up some kind of ruse, like uh, say I'm I'm one of his friends and or I need to... Oh, that just, how old is he? We don't know how old he is. <laughs> He'd probably be as old as that uh, Mimsy woman, right? How, old, how old is she look? I can't really remember. <laughs> I don't know. Humans kind of look the same to me, if I'm honest. Oh, we could say I'm... Uh, I'm uh, Little cousin. Well, the thing is, we both look very proper and aristocratic, right? Well, and they're all. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> a lot of these people move in the same circles, I understand. So, yeah, maybe you're a cousin or something. I think the chefs are like staring at us now. We're like. <laughs> um, just down the corridor, to the left, sirs. Oh, no, that's okay. We don't need to go anymore. <laughs> I kick Selwyn with the Actually, I was wondering if I could uh, bend your ear a moment. We we are very, very busy in here. Oh, that's very kind of you. Well, the uh, the problem <laughs> is little Tony here, as you can see, he's very uh, aristocratic and wealthy, and he's from a proper family and everything. I kind of puff up my chair. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'm sorry, do you have a, a request of me? We're looking for Harley. Harley. He's a, he's a cousin of uh, little Tony here. And uh, he, Tony was just hoping to say hello. A cousin of, of Harley. That's right, yes. Uh, little Harley. He looks at you, Tony. Uh, just confirming to himself that you are not an elf. <laughs> and he says, uh, how exactly are you related to uh, well, uh, through the family? Well, uh, marriage, I, I, I think. He's not a close cousin. It gets a little diluted as you, uh, as you go out more. He raises his eyebrows at this and says, not in the ambassador's family, it doesn't. Well, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry, who did you say you were again? Uh, well, I'm Selwyn Bloodstorm. <laughs> no, it's Selwyn. Selwyn, Selwyn. Uh, one needs the bathroom now, I think, Selwyn. Uh, maybe uh, we can see my cousin later on. And I just march out the kitchen. Right. <laughs> so uh, any idea where this Harley fell Come along, Selwyn, come along. <laughs> uh, he watches as you go out the door and still staring for a little bit 
his eyes narrowing suspiciously before he goes back to cooking. Well, that was rubbish, so when we forgot, Ar- <laughs> we forgot Arlie was an elf. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I've never actually seen an elf before. No, it's tricky, isn't it? I'm starting to think talking to people isn't really uh, <laughs> our strong <laughs> risk, isn't it, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> Just seems to get us into trouble. I don't really know why this, all this posh stuff works. It's a bit tricky for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're doing really well. I don't think they doubted that we were aristocrats. We're, it's gonna, we better get away from the kitchen. If you know, I think, uh, you don't know what I mean, do you? No, it's all right. Uh, can, can I just look, I look around frantically for like a, another door. If you look to now your right, uh, there is a door. Yeah, yeah, can I peek through through the door? It is the bathroom. So the others have probably found Harley's room by now. <laughs> so within a few minutes, we'll probably be on our way, right? I'm not so sure about that, Victor. They've been gone for ages. How hard? It's not that big of a house. Come on. As you're circulating, could you, Absence, please make a perception check? 19. Uh, you can see a face that you recognise as well. You can see Bartholomew Spinks talking with some other guests that you don't recognise. Um, I go up to Bartholomew Spinks. Okay. Victor, you haven't met him before. He's a rather tall, distinguished looking man with a thin nose and hair that's greying on the temples. And he double takes and pauses on, on you, Abstance, and says... My lady, have we met before? I feel like I recognise you. I was instrumental in helping deliver a box to you uh, not so long ago to your house. His eyes narrow. Strange business that ended up happening there with the uh, the protesters. His eyes widen My in recognition. My eyebrows are raised. Mm-hmm. It's you. You are you here with the others? No, no, I've distanced myself from that troop. Oh. I, uh, I'm so sorry. For a moment, I thought you were blackmailing me. Oh no! I, uh, but please meet my um, my husband, Sir Victor de Montfort. He slowly turns to you, not quite understanding. When I saw you last with those mercenaries, oh, it was all just funny business, really. I was there was they were my hired um, help. I was just making sure that your box got to you. She's a very adventurous spirit, my lovely wife. She likes to get out and involved in the community, you know. I'm sure she did a great job for you. Well, if you will recall, madam, my cargo was stolen. Well, I knew nothing about that. It was all that fighting. It got a bit hairy, so we uh, we legged it after I you. I see. Well, you and your husband, uh, Victor, was it? Yes, Victor. I mean, also Duke de Montfort. That's it's also fine. Ah, Duke, my apologies. I, by the way, if you do mean to challenge my wife's honour, obviously I will have to defend it. No, and I sort of touch my arm. Absolutely not. No, I do not. Good, good. I don't want to, but I will. I see. Let's I'm, keep things civil. Well, I'm very surprised to see you here. Uh, I didn't realise you were of high birth. Indeed. Just look at her. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Well, it was a pleasure. We must circle. A, a pleasure. To see you again. The uh, nerve of that yeah. man to imply that you wronged him in some way. I really put my foot in it there. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> we should have avoided him altogether. Sorry about that, Sir Victor. No, it's entirely his fault. Entirely. He's clearly gotten you mixed up with somebody else. I don't know. It's <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, Sowen and uh, Tony, are you walking back into the atrium? There's one door, but there's a corridor that goes uh, from left to right. So you went down left. Can we look through the through that through that door? Yeah. Okay. You. I mean, you go to a corridor on the right, and a door on the left leads to a large dining room. This room itself has doors, uh, one in each wall, actually four in total. You've come in the door to the south. Christ, how many rooms do these guys need? <laughs> I know it is ridiculous. Uh, all right. Uh... I just walk up and start opening doors. Okay, if you open the door on the left, it leads to an open air area, a kind of small garden that's neatly laid, 
with flower beds, and there is a spiral staircase in the middle. Master Tony. <laughs> yeah, what is it, so? <laughs> <laughs> Stairs. That's how we get up, isn't it? That's generally how it works, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, that's... Uh, I must say, we're doing very well. Yeah, I feel like um, we're missing a bit of vital information somewhere <laughs> along the line, but... Uh, no, I mean, uh, he's probably in his room. Yeah. Bedroom's usually on the... Upstairs. I mean, I'm sure they're getting lots of valuable information down at the party in that, but um, I'm starting to wonder whether we need to uh, change the tactic a little bit. We should keep looking up the stairs, but I mean, how do you feel about uh, physical uh, violence? <laughs> Is that your kind of affair? I mean, you look like you can do it yourself. I'll be honest with you, Tony, I much prefer that kind of thing. All right. I'm thinking if, we, uh, if the opportunity arises, maybe we just... Uh, grab the next person we see and beat it out of them, you know what I mean? <laughs> we'll find out where Ollie is the easy way. <laughs> I'm not sure how uh, abstinence would feel about that. Well, uh, they don't, she, she doesn't need to know, does she? She's. Uh, I think she does need to know. I uh, think it's the kind of thing where she wouldn't, she'd rather just not know and you just kind of went, it's called uh, initiative. Oh, I see. It's, it's kind of like a bodyguard kind of a thing. Oh, well, I, Acting in the bed. I'm, yeah, a, I'm yeah, a bodyguard. I know, I'm what? <laughs> oh, hello. That's exactly... <laughs> Well, that's what I do, right? Yeah, so... the, they do things on behalf of the body, you know? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. So I head towards the spiral staircase. It's a fairly wide metal painted white with a kind of ornate floral pattern. Is it like, okay, steps for my crutches? <laughs> yeah, the uh, floor of each step is solid. Cool. Uh, that's, you can uh, that's hobble your way up. Yeah, I'll hobble up the steps. But it does clang quite a lot with your <laughs> crutches on it. How many rooms upwards, if you know what I mean? It's, it's just one floor, isn't it? So assuming, like we are, that he's on the top one, then it's got to be up here oh, somewhere. not just a hat stand, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, Sam. What are you doing? Stand at the bottom, chatting, get up the stairs. Hat stand. All right. I take my hat off. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to take that off when you're indoors. Well, you're now outdoors <laughs> in the garden. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> I just throw it a hedge. So this is a square garden, and then you've got a balcony that rings it, and then there are doors that lead off into other parts of the building. So the door that uh, leads south, you presume, would lead to the balcony that is above the atrium. So I, I put my finger up to my lips to someone to be like, quiet, mate. And then I head to the door in the east to have a peek through. Okay. I try to be sneaky. Uh, you're in another corridor with several doors leading off of this uh, ahead of you. What do these doors look like? They are just a plain wooden doors, all of them. A lot of the wood in this place is not decorated in any way, but the the corridor is carpeted. Okay. And there are candlestick holders dotted along the corridor. I guess just start opening doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it, Selwyn. Let's, uh, let's go. Which do we just we both take a door each? Okay, I'm gonna ask you to each roll like self. Seven. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you are clomping around uh, quite heavily. You don't know if anybody has heard. Uh, you open the uh, rightmost door and it seems to lead into some kind of bedroom. It is empty. It's a very plush room with a lot of soft furnishings and drapes over the windows. Now we're getting somewhere. Beds. That means bedroom. Yeah, 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 it does, mate. Yeah. <laughs> should, we, should we look in another one? Okay, you look in the next one. Uh, you grasp the door handle but it doesn't budge. Aha. <laughs> he did say it'd be locked. Otherwise, he would just leave, wouldn't he? I think you know what to do, Selwyn. I just put my hand on the door and just tried to, despite the lock, open it anyway. <laughs> okay, please make a strength check. 11. It's not budging at all. For a wooden door, it seems to be surprisingly strong. It's not even moving a little bit. This is very strange. Yeah, what kind of... You mean, you're a big bloke. This must be a 
pretty strong door. Yeah, but it doesn't look like a strong door at all. Hmm. Oh, uh, elves magic? Oh, yes, maybe it's got some sort of uh, spell on it, you think? Oh, I don't, I don't know the sound of that, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's a little bit uh, above our pay grade. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're well, no, 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 come on, we can, uh, we can do this. <laughs> no, you're right, I'm, why am I putting myself down? We, we can do this. You can hear footsteps on the metal balcony, the other side of uh, door, oh. where the garden is, where you came in. We should... We should leg it, probably. We'll just stride like we know where we're like, going. Well, yeah, exactly. Approaching you, uh, coming from the stairs, you see the security guard that was on the door. Hello? Hello? What are you doing up here? Just having a stroll. I understand guests were meant to stay in the atrium until his lordship arrives. Well, uh, little Tony here. He looks at little Tony. I give him my best <laughs> smile. <laughs> I wink at little Tony. He needed to go to the bathroom. So we were looking for the bathroom, and we got a little turned around, but I think... You're a long way from the bathroom. Like I said, we got a little turned around, but I think we know where we're going now. You know what uh, children are like. Could you please roll a deception check? 18. 11. He looks at you, Selwyn, and looks at little Tony. I ruffle Tony's hair. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess uh, it's a confusing place. There's a lot of... Uh... It's like a labyrinth! Yeah. So big. The toilets, if you uh, if you go back down to the atrium, uh, turn left down the corridor, and then it's left from there, just uh, near the kitchen. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's, we'll just carry on on our way. Okay. Yes, we'll just carry <laughs> on our way, won't we, Tony? And I just nod furiously. <laughs> and I wink again. He says, all right, uh, I'd hurry up, though. Uh, dinner's going to start soon. Oh, yes. Better be going. So, uh, what are you up to? Stamina, stretching your legs. <laughs> I start kicking someone in the gym. <laughs> he says, oh, i just got to gotta bring young Harley down for dinner. Ah, so you've got a little one to look after as well, have you? He rolls his eyes and says, yeah, don't I ever. Uh, tell me about it. Can we, like, poke our heads in just to watch him go and see what door he goes in? Yeah. You were trying to do it sneakily, or I you just... I feel that's more of a job for me than for Selwyn. Uh, okay. Yeah. Roll a stealth check. Nine. He does notice you behind him as you open the door that he just closed again. <laughs> he says, ah, uh, past the kitchen to the left, young sir. I like grab Tony and I'm like, oh, God. well, I hope you have better luck with uh, with Harold or whoever it was. He says, ah, oh, thanks, sir. You uh, look after that one. Yeah, well, I'll do my best. You see, he turns to the door that uh, you were trying to open and he takes a necklace that he was wearing and presses it against the door and then you see the uh, edges of the door glow, and then he opens it and walks in. I just like turned to Tony, like, we were right. <laughs> As you go down the stairs and through the garden, uh, the guests start filtering into the dining room and absence, and so Victor, are you following where they go? Yes. Yeah. You can see uh, Councillor Spinks looking at you, oddly, abstinence, still a bit confused and put out as if he... You can't quite work out what your game is. Give him a really saccharine, sweet smile. <laughs> he uh, frowns and then smiles back. I touch the sword again. <laughs> and then he frowns again <laughs> and then like hurries along <laughs> on his way. As you go into the dining room through the door to the left, you see Selwyn and Tony walk in. Do we walk or do we strut? Well, you tell me. <laughs> Victor! Mr. Victor! And a wave. Hello, Selwyn. Hi. Yes, here we are, all back again. Yes. And abstinence, of course. I saw Victor because of the armor, you know. Yes, it catches the light a lot, doesn't it? How would you guys get on? You could say we found him. <laughs> so where is he? 
Did he bring him? He's is in he... a room upstairs by behind a garden, and there's a guard who's got keys, like a magical door. It's, it's a magical door. It's a magical it, door. It, it looks totally normal, but then I tried to open it, and it it, it doesn't. But mm. better yet, Ollie's coming out for dinner right now. Well, I don't know if that's better because how we're going to get him out you when? Uh, okay. Yeah. So we, you we didn't want to snatch him well, before I mean, we could dinner. In, we could intercept him before the dinner. Happened. Is anybody in the? Uh, are we alone? You are absolutely not alone. All the guests are finding their places and you see everybody has place names set out for them. Mm, okay. I suppose we'll have to snatch him after dinner then. The uh, other seven guests have found their seats mostly on either side of the square table. Seven guests. Seven. This dinner is for these seven guests and the uh, Oleander family and you guys are left Standing there. Okay, so I, I guess we find our places. Yeah. I guess we don't have places. What places? Yeah, Presumably yeah. only abstinence has a... Well, I don't think abstinence She has an invitation, but... Oh, right, it's a fake invitation. day, of course. As you look around the room trying to find your places, you see no name set out for any of you. Oh, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> the opening gambits have been played, and perhaps our heroes already have all the information they need to attempt their audacious rescue. But in life as in commerce, our competition is always on the move, and any plan based on their reticence is doomed to failure. Our heroes will have to stay proactive in order to succeed, as they regroup to meet their next challenge. Their eyes flash with determination, and they bear down upon the hapless waiter. You've been listening to Bilateral Relations and Coercive Diplomacy, written by Maximilian John and produced and edited by David Knight, Tom Dalling, and Maximilian John, with music by Jonathan Day, starring Charlie May as Abstinence de Montfort, David Knight as Selwyn Bloodstorm, Elizabeth Smith as Sir Victor Bartolome, and Tom Dalling as Tony the Shrimp. I am Maximilian John, Game Master. You can follow us on Twitter at Visit Fortuna. If you are enjoying the show, you can listen to the whole 26-episode series right now, available on our Patreon to $5 subscribers. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Pax Fortuna is a definitely human production. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.